Over here. Come over here. Yeah, yeah, hey, what, what, what's up? A crab took my skin. I've been flayed, Lord. My skin has gone to the crab. Oh, um... And, and I love him. I love the crab. Wait, he's, he's taking your skin, and you love him. I love him for taking my skin. Uh, okay, okay. My skin is now his skin, Lord. All right, do you need my help or something, or what? Like, what, Do you want to buy on? something? Okay, wait a minute. So you're just telling me this, and you're a merchant? Yeah, this is a transaction. I mean, this is just, yeah, if you could, if you have some runes to spare. I mean, I, I don't, you know, you. I don't have any runes to spare. Uh, I, I'm in no okay. need of any uh, items. Uh, I'm just, I'm just, you know, on a stroll in the lands between, okay? Doing my own thing. All right, good, good luck. Hello, kind sir. My name is Liana the Scorned. My father was the vile, shit-hung face of penises. Would you like a hug? Well, no. Uh, I don't, no, I don't want a hug. Uh, thank you. Uh, I require three seeds for the marining. One of dusk, one of soil, one of penises. Okay. Please take this napkin of belief. It's plus one against penises. It's, uh, it looks like it has shit on it. Would you like a hug? No, 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 thank you. I, I, I'm just not, I'm not doing touching right now, but thank oh, you. Yeah. That's, hey, hey, that... hey, over here, over here. Okay, what? God, what? It's me, the crab skin guy. Uh, okay. I don't seem so weird now, right? It's not, now that I know that you're I real. I mean, in comparison. Yeah, I guess, I guess it's not that weird, but it's still, I'm still upset. Hey, okay, hey, well, man. Hey man, uh, you were you were you just talking to that lady? She was. It was more like she was talking to me. Well, um, she's dead now. What? She's dead. What did you do? She's I, dead. I, I I mean I didn't do anything. I didn't really. I didn't take her napkin and I refused a hug. Um, you refused the napkin? No, you for what? It had shit on. I wish she would offered me a napkin. I'd uh, kill for that napkin. <laughs> We marvel at walking mausoleums and get our fingers red in our We Play You Play of Elden Ring this week on Get Played. to Get Played, your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to Get Played! I'm your host, Heather Ann Campbell, along with my fellow host, Nick Weiger. Hi, I'm Nick Weiger, along with my fellow hosts, and Heather's, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome back, Elden Ring. Wow. And hey, welcome back, to our guest returning to the show from Jordan Jesse Go and his narrative comedy sci-fi podcast slash graphic novel, Bubble. Check out Bubble. Jordan Morris is here. Hi, Jordan. Hi, everybody. Praise the Turtle Pope. Praise the Turtle Pope. <laughs> <laughs> 
when green smoke comes out of the uh, chapel, that's when you know yes. a, a new turtle pope has been elected. <laughs> it's uh, fuck, man. I so I kind of would just feel like we should just get right into it. We let's, normally let's do a what are you playing go. up top, but we have let's so go. much to talk but I, about. But I do, I do, as someone who listens to the show weekly, I do want to hear the impression of the Resident Evil 4 merchant. Okay, well, so let's do like, that at least. I feel like that's that's appropriate because we've all been working on the same game. So I guess the question is, everybody, what are you paying? <laughs> uh, I've been playing Snake, Rattle, and Roll on the Switch Virtual Console. Oh, no, what? <laughs> I want to talk about that for two hours. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, there's Jordan, a miscommunication. <laughs> yeah, let's talk Sonic the Werehog. That's the kind of thing we normally have you play. Yeah, I thought when you, I thought when I came on this show, we talked about shitty, unplayable Sonic games. <laughs> What's up with this good game you wanted to talk about? Uh, quite, what a fucking video game! I just wow. I, I know. God, I don't know. I I guess just just to just to to get into the 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 mechanics of it. This is our we play you play our 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 full episode dedicated to one particular game. This uh, this week we're talking about Elden Ring. Uh, for the final episode of of March, uh, it was released on February twenty fifth of twenty twenty two. Developed by From Software, published by Bandai Namco, sold twelve million copies as of this record. Massive hit. Just enormous. It completely dwarfed the sales of the previous From Software games of the Miyazaki era. And like combined. I, yeah, just just an absolute, absolutely huge hit, which we can maybe maybe speculate on why that might be. But I, I, I guess I, I kind of want to just start here of like, what is everyone's history with from software games of this era, the Soulsborne era? And and Jordan, partly why we wanted to have you on is because you're uh, I, I know you're an avowed fan of this of this franchise, these franchises. Uh, what what's kind of your history with these games, and and what are what are your favorites? Yeah, so I was I was kind of late to the game. Uh, my first FromSoft game was Bloodborne, and I got it when it was like a fourteen dollar. This game has been out for a couple of years. Deal, right? Because um, you know I I had heard people talking about them, and you know the way people talk about FromSoft games, it can make them sound unappealing uh <laughs> they're so hard that you hate them and the game trolls you and it has all these uh, cheap deaths and all this stuff so you know i'd heard people talking about these and kind of decided not for me and i'm not a big like fantasy guy like i never you know i did not read the game of thrones novels and kind of all this stuff that it's pulling from all the kind of dark fantasy and you know, in the case of Bloodborne, like steampunk stuff is not really right. my stuff. So I just kind You're of. You're not a fan of the manga Berserk? <laughs> no, I am not a fan of the manga Berserk, but I did yeah. watch some Berserk after I wow. became obsessed with these games because I had heard they were a big inspiration. So yeah, I just kind of had decided not for me. And then I was having a convo with uh, the great video game podcaster, I guess podcaster in general, but. Uh, uh, a sometimes video game podcaster Griffin McElroy. Oh and yeah, he, he just said, "Man, just get Bloodborne. It's fifteen bucks. Just just get it. Just get it. Trust me. Trust me. It's a very very special game." And so yeah, so I dropped the fifteen bucks. I got Bloodborne. Hated it for a couple hours, and then I was like. Oh, right. Yes, this is the best game. It's the best game. And then I just kind of fell in love and I I took down all three Dark Souls games and then uh, got a, got Demon Souls when it uh, 
when it came around. Uh, Sekiro was kind of the first one that I played uh, on its release. And uh, yeah, this is it, I. These are not only the only games I want to play, but it's the only thing I want to do. Yes. Yeah. It, it's like a, including it's... like bathing and falling in love. I just want to play these <laughs> games. Uh, they do it for me. They push. They push the. They push the whatever serotonin button in my brain that needs to be pushed. I. I. I love them. I can't get enough. What is it uh, about these games that that really makes uh, makes them click for you? Boy, it's it's you know I think it's like it's a video game. They're video games for people who have played a lot of video games, I think. And I think in a way they are kind of like commentary on video games in some ways. So mm. they're, yeah, it, it kind of like, it adds, it, it has all the, all these kind of, it has this modern sheen on it, but at its core, it's just like, you know how in Contra you just had to die a bunch of times until you memorized when the boss shot out the plasma bullets, that's kind of it. So yeah, it's yeah. this, it's, it's a great like marriage of like modern video game stuff, modern graphics. Um, and then just like that kind of, you know, reflexy challenge of the games of our youth, but also the fucking storytelling and the character designs are so good on these. I love the weirdo storytelling. I love the weirdo plots. I love the NPCs that make no sense. And, and, you know, even, even though these games are not the most like graphically uh, impressive, although they look great, they're not, you know, they're not horizon. Um, just the way they design these bosses and monsters, it's just they look so fucking cool and the way they move and the surprises and their second phases. It's it, yeah, they're just so, so, so beautifully done. I just I love everything about them. Jordan, in 2009, I wrote my final piece of games journalism. Ah, yes. And Edge magazine. It, do I? Uh, no, this was wrong? this was for Play magazine, okay. but the magazine collapsed before i could publish it so i okay. published it online and under Nick, the edge uh, magazine isn't what you think it is so <laughs> <laughs> oh i do have an edge magazine subscription <laughs> niche publication right uh, <laughs> it's a magazine that you start reading but never finish <laughs> you put it down halfway through <laughs> um I uh, so I published it on online under the uh, title "Love Does Not Exist," and uh, in it, because I went back and I was like, "When did I first start talking about Souls games?" And I was shocked to find out that I talk about talking to you about Souls in 2009 in my final piece of video. Wow! Journalism. Wow! So I'm gonna read this little this little section Great. here. This is fun. Um, uh, Take, for example, Demon Souls, a game tied from on my list for Game of the Year 2009. It was tied with Street Fighter 4. What makes Demon Souls so unforgettable is jeopardy, loss, and patience. Every time we take a chance in Demon Souls, we're being asked to risk it all. Every fight in Demon Souls is an all-in bet. This is what makes the game powerful, what makes it addictive. Even the weakest foes have the ability to take everything from us, our work, our time, our souls. If you haven't given Souls a chance, I beg you to. It's a fantastic game. Worthy of the praise and controversy it's generated. Jordan Morris, a journalist friend of mine who works at Fuel TV, recently asked me what my favorite game was this year. Before I could answer, he popped his cheeks and said, oh, right, it's Street Fighter 4. I replied, actually, it might be Demon's Souls. He hadn't played it. So I gushed about the game for a few minutes. Finally, he recommended his current addiction, Borderlands. I picked up a copy. Jordan, I have to tell you, 
they're not comparable. And that was <laughs> <laughs> I love how this review just includes personal dialogue with me. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was I was back when I was games journalist, I was trying to be a new games journalist. And so it was very anecdotal, very personal every time and extremely long. Yeah. Uh, and I uh this being, I knew this was going, by the time I published it, I knew this was going to be my final piece. So it was all about the games we'd still be playing in a decade. Uh, and mm. I was, and I basically was like, no games. Because the only games that we, the only reason we enjoy games is novelty. Uh, because they activate the novelty centers in our brains. And I feel like I was wrong. Because Elden Ring is Demon Souls. Mm. Like, it's not different. Right. Well, more directly, yeah, there's also the the Demon Souls remake, which is, you know, just it literally is the game, just just uh just the new coat of paint. Yeah. But you were you were right, Heather. This kicks the shit out of Borderlands. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck Borderlands. Look at all the guns I have in me. Look at my random meme humor. (laughs) Fuck you, Borderlands. I would know. (laughs) history has validated your review heather that is yeah that's really really sage because i feel like the the everyone kind of jumped on board with this with the souls games obviously with dark souls and demon souls which i actually played on ps3 and i played i played some of and was just sort of like i get it but this isn't for me and that's my own kind of personal history with the with the Souls games. Is that the, I also played Dark Souls and Dark Souls Three. I've never finished a From game, and with both of them, I was just kind of like, okay, yeah, I can appreciate this, but maybe I like other games, and that's okay. Uh, this one really got its fucking claws in me, yeah. and I I really had that kind of moment of clarity. I think a lot of fans of these games have, which is about you know. Uh, 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 I think it was about f- about four or five hours in once I was really kind of getting the hold of uh, getting a hang of the mechanics and 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 had torrent when was riding my horse around and also it, it like like around then it's really started to click for me and about the 10 hour mark I had the feeling of this is one of the best games I've played in my life yeah. and where I currently am which is basically 40 hours on the dot, 40 hours and four minutes just before this record. I've made the least progress of anybody here, despite uh, dedicating an entire work week to this game. Um, <laughs> I, I I have that feeling still. I, I have that feeling of like, this is fucking a, a phenomenal experience. And Matt, I believe you were also newish to uh, the this this these kind of games. Yeah, for me, I hadn't really played any of them. I got Demon Souls for PS5, and I guess I, I I've downloaded Bloodborne. I've done that, like, yeah. uh, because it comes free with the uh the PlayStation collection when you get a PS5 and have. Oh, uh, on that note, I I also bought Sekiro, uh, and, and partly to be like, you know what, this will be the From game I get into, and I never actually played it because I'm yeah. wasteful and buy uh, game to play. But aside from that, I, I played a little bit of Demon Souls and and like it, but recognized that I'm not good. Uh, and that the whole thing about those games is to is to get good and, and become good at the games. And there's just too much. I wonder. I, I would have a different take on it now, of course, because mm-hmm. I, at this, at, you know, at, as of press time, I've put 82 hours into Elden Ring. Wow! Uh, Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, boss, 
cover your ears. Uh, <laughs> it's for work. It's for work. It's for work. It's for work. Uh, uh, sometimes you say jokes on a podcast that you don't mean. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, it's been, I, I mean, truly just like sinking like weekends and like, yeah. and, and, yeah. Not, and not going into, uh, not going to bed at a reasonable hour. Like it's, I've not played a game like this in a long time. Yeah. Like, I like, uh, I, I stop playing when my eyes start to hurt. Yes. That's when yeah. I stop playing it. For me, it's my back because it's, yeah. I don't play a lot of games like this, but this game has me fucking gamer postured. Like I'm yeah, hunched sure. over playing this thing. And it's, um, and I like, have why am I covered anyway. in Cheetos? I didn't even eat any Cheetos. Yeah, I don't my have shorts are hard. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm doxing Twitch streamers? <laughs> what am I? What's happening? <laughs> Um, but I'm complaining I, about the Last Jedi online. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? Man, I wonder what Shrek would look like if he was pregnant. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this this game thus far has made me sort of reevaluate um, my relationship with these types of games, and has made me more curious about the other ones, uh, and sure. like wanting to go because like. I don't know. They're sort of like a badge of honor in in, in many ways. Because, um, like, yeah, like if you if I met somebody, like we talked about this before. Like, what Nick, you bring up these these speed runs. I feel like yeah. there was like a really impressive uh, Sekiro speed run that I was just like, I'd like to meet this 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 demi human. What a what a <laughs> what, mm. like, what a marvel. Yeah, it's it's uh the, the people who get really good at this at these games are I mean that's all honestly if I had any appreciation or if I had appreciation for these this uh, these games prior to really uh, getting getting hooked by Elden Ring as I said it was you know first off the memes like it's just the, these are great meme games and and uh, and and you know also videos of people failing in frustrating ways and people succeeding in dazzling ways like those are those you can consume even if you you've never played these games at all and just be like oh wow i can tell uh, either how maddening this must have been for someone to get ganked by a dragon they didn't see or just how amazing it is to, to watch this person wielding just a club and nude uh completely destroy <laughs> an end, le- end game boss uh here, can we talk about the get good thing real quick because i mm-hmm. feel like that was that's a meme that has its origins in right. dark souls and and com- comes from sort of the community kind of maybe being a little gatekeepy i have not seen any of that gatekeeping at all from the elden ring community like it feels like a lot more welcoming in terms of i'm sure that exists i'm 100 yes. percent sure that that there are people who are just like you know whatever playing with magic is 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 fake or whatever uh, or or using summons is fake or whatever that doesn't count as as actually progressing yeah. in the game yeah no but, you're on a podcast with that person <laughs> okay, okay so that's what heather says uh, but, okay, but you gotta I, come but up with a lie I'm about getting, how i'm I getting i'm getting i'm getting <laughs> there's but no I wrong do, way to play <laughs> there's no wrong way to play and i do feel like the community has kind of been like a little bit more like welcoming into new players and being like like, you know, hey, experience these games and enjoy these games however you want to approach them. Because the other thing you can do is you can dick around in Elden Ring. It's, it's a fantastic around. game for yeah. dicking around. You can just ride your horse around. You can explore things. You can meet NPCs. Uh, you can kill uh, low-level mobs. You can avoid big enemies if you're scared of them. And it's and over that time, you can accumulate enough uh, runes to to make your character powerful enough where you don't have to necessarily get good to progress through some of the 
uh, some of the bosses here. It's it, it's it's really I feel like a much more approachable design as a result of that openness. That being said, I and, and I want to say that I love this game. I love mm-hmm. this game. I love this game. I was initially did not love it because I went the wrong direction and I was really frustrated because I was like, God, not only is this ex- much harder than all of the other Souls games, but it's depressing. It was mm-hmm. so, like every NPC yeah. I walked into was like, please, my babies, it's on the ground. <laughs> ah. you're like, what you, oh God. My father died of scarlet rot in front of me and it was my birthday. Oh, yeah. tarnished. <laughs> <laughs> Feed my cat why are you to just, that dragon. Why are you hey. just sitting in this shack with two walls? <laughs> <laughs> waiting to say this. Uh, but, so uh, my initial, here's my one actual complaint about Elden Ring when compared to all the other Souls games is that the dungeon design, the optional dungeons are repetitive. Like all the catacombs are kind of the same thing. Yeah. There's a different like... Oh, I've got to figure out how to get to a fucking switch in a different way or, ooh, this one's filled with the ghosts of the war dead. But it's, I'm bummed out every time I go into a a crystal cave or a catacomb because the rest of the game is so unique in every single area. And I say that saying, this is the best plate of breakfast I've ever eaten in my life. And I just don't like the mushrooms as much as I like right. the sausage, yeah. right? Because yeah, we all love the, eating the, that the sausage, fruit. right, guys? We all love just <laughs> sucking the sausage yeah. down. I don't even, uh, I don't even it chew down. it. I don't even <laughs> chew it. I just swallow it like a python. <laughs> I think there are there are there are some like yeah, because I you know I think get me on the right day, and this is maybe my favorite video game of all time. Whoa! Um, yeah, wow. It's it's close. It's yeah. Uh, Holy it's, shit! It's up there. Um, but yeah, I think there are some things you can say about it. And I think it has, you know, the open world game problem in that some stuff feels a little bit recycled or reskinned just to add length. And, you know, it's like a streaming TV show that has a couple too many episodes and you're like, was this a movie? (laughs) And you just made it a TV show. It's a limit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It kind of has that. And I think, you know, the reskinned dungeons, you see some Mm -hmm. bosses kind of pop up again and again with, you know, some new powers and stuff like that. Oh, you mean like uh, crab guy with a million arms and a shield? Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, you haven't? That sounds good. Wait, what? He's not. He's not a crab. He runs around like a crab. He's oh, kind of sure. like the, a the lint grafted ball. scion. Yeah, yeah. There it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you see him a few times. Those tree yeah. sentinels come back and some yeah. kind of yeah. Anyway, so but that's the only complaint I have about this game, which sure. I'm going to spend the next hour gushing about. Uh, that, if we're if we're airing grievances, I'll just say that the that the thing that is that maybe makes this game a little less approachable than other kind of triple A games of its ilk is you just have to I, I would advise people to just it, it, especially new players to watch like like some of those 15 things you didn't know about Elden Ring videos. You can yeah, find ones that are spoiler right. light because they'll be very helpful because the UI is a little bit obtuse. Uh, you know, by design, there's intentionality behind everything, but you can look at be looking at that inventory screen and not really know what you're looking at, not really understand why things are categorized the way they are, not really understand what the function of certain items is. 
and and so yeah I, I mean i don't know i mean i guess that's that's a thing of just it, it, it can be a little cumbersome to try to figure all that shit out and I, I guess the other thing I'll say is the the other grievance I'll have, and this is a this is a minor one, and this is you can you can escape this by by warping back to a safe zone like the round table. Oh, I know, hold, I know, but I know what his complaints going to be. You oh, can't yeah. pause the game. What did you think mine was going to be? I, I thought it was going to be that you were maidenless. <laughs> Being maidenless is an issue. <laughs> Hell yeah, sick burn. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you can't pause because it's. It's online. Like you. Yeah, I do understand. I understand that. I, 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 yeah. I and I get that. I do think that's a solvable problem. Whether it's what? like how I, I think there's a way to make it where look, it's a it's a design challenge, but I think there's a way to make it where you can pause this game either by going offline. You just go offline when you pause, or by default, or you can choose to go offline while you're in game. And uh, you know, if there was an easy way to do that, and then you, can, I, I don't know. I mean, it's a minor thing because again, you can figure this out. Or it's a minor thing because you can figure it out as a player, but it's just a little inconvenient, you know, hey, I'm not maidenless IRL. So yes. sometimes my maiden, my wife likes being called that, will say like, <laughs> hey, let's talk about something. And I'm in the middle of fighting a big crab sure. and I can die to the crab in reality or it would be nice in a different reality where I could pause my game and maybe resume this crab fight and have a, have a fighting chance. Anyway, that, like, yes. that's, that's do, you, do you look at our marriage and just think, what are we doing? You're like, not now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I did have a moment with, <laughs> with Mary where she was like, Hey, can I, can I just ask you a question? Just, I just need to know a question. She's like, are you playing Elden Ring so much because it's a good game or because you're avoiding me? Oh. And I was like, I was like, no, 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 I love you. No, I love you. I love you so much. You know what? I'm never going to play it again. I won't play it again. But like I've, because I've been in my garage for the last two weeks, pretty much nonstop. I'm at 62 hours as of this record. Yeah. Uh, hell wow. yeah. Love it. Almost. Almost to 69. I was trying to get to 69, guys, because nice. I hear that oh, number a lot lied, and make people Heather. laugh. Heather, you could have lied. I could have. I could have. You should have um, lied for the show. Always lie for the show. Oh, okay. Let, so let's just cut what I just said then. Okay. It's and cut. say, okay, great. So I'm, uh, I've, uh, I played this game for 69 hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We yeah, love it, baby. And, and it's <laughs> my and wife. <laughs> Just say stuff people like. <laughs> Bazinga. Bazinga. Yeah, sure. Uh, but it, yeah, I mean, like there have been times where I get a phone call and I'm like, ah, fuck, fuck, fuck. I can't answer the phone. And like, and I'll like yeah. run as far away from a boss as I can and like be like, hey, hi, hi, how are you? And in the background, you just hear, you yeah. die. You're like, it's just, I'm, I love it. I love it. I love yeah. that you can't pause. Um, uh, I play, I mean, I've played other games like this where you, you can't pause. It, it's, it's, a, it's just a general annoyance for. That that's that's bigger than this game. So you know that 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 that's one of the things I can carp about. Shows it's a relatively minor concern. Uh, so now let's talk about the shit that we love about this game. I yes. want to hear about those builds. I want to hear about everybody's builds. What's your what's your what's your little dude wearing? Um, what are your weapons? Ooh, I love to hear about a build. All right. So at sixty two hours, I'm level ninety seven. Uh, I have been attacking literally everything that's large. Uh, <laughs> I have uh, 
it's I'm a strength build, but I had to add in order to use the weapon that I wanted to use. I had to add a little dexterity and a little intelligence because I was playing a dumb idiot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, so when I got the uh, Star Scourge greatsword, yeah. uh, I and I was like, oh, it's a greatsword in each hand. Uh, I don't need a shield anymore. This is my this is my weapon of choice. So I spent some time just leveling in order to use that sword. Until this morning, I was wearing the uh, Tree Sentinel's armor. Um, but this morning I found this <laughs> slightly better but much uglier chubby armor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a, he's got like a big pot belly and a very wide uh hat like that dude from Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah. Uh oh Kung she wow. it's a she I keep forgetting I'm playing a girl because the game feels so masculine when you're in all that armor. Uh, right. so that's what she's wearing. Um and carrying those two swords and nothing else. No sp- I don't have enough intelligence to cast a single spell or faith or whatever you need. I don't even know what the mechanic would be to use spells. Hmm. I am exclusively attacking with two great swords and rushing at everything. How about you guys? And, and you're playing the Vanguard class, yes? Yes. Uh, uh, Vanguard I, class with, I think, 40 uh, HP and 40 uh, stamina. And then the rest is like all over the place. Like, I think my strength is edging edging towards uh, 50. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the, every time I hear you talk about your progress and then I, I compare it to where I am in the game. I feel like I I feel like Millhouse putting his name in while playing uh, Bone Storm. I'm just like, <laughs> uh, hey, I, this is this is where I'm at, but I'm still having the time of my life because right. yeah, you just oh, you, it was entered my name. Yeah, <laughs> um, but you're uh, but yeah, you it feels like you're really blazing through it. I'm playing a confessor. A confessor kind of ends uh, is kind of the paladin class. I'm doing a strength faith build. Uh, but the confessor starts with a, a with some stealthy abilities. Gets a Ooh. gets a a, a, a a and which the stealth is great in this game. Yes, yeah, it's really fun. good, and you can and and it's really good for the early game if you're kind of you know uh, yeah, uh, uh, just just uh, you, you you have a you can you can sneak up on enemies a little bit and and put yourself in a little bit of a safer space where you're not going to get ganged up by a bunch of them. If you do get spotted, you can usually handle them one on one. And also the stealth, the stealth has all sorts of things where you can like uh, enemies respond to sounds so you can distract them with arrows or thrown weapons or or or, you know, by by banging on the wall with your weapon. So you can uh, it's kind of Metal Gear Solid where you can uh, you can really sort of uh, carve out your own path stealth wise. If you want to go through that As, as I play through the game more. I, I stealth less, but I it's still there are still situations where it's really really handy, and it's so it's a lot of fun for me. Paladin, uh, it's basically a paladin class. Paladins are usually my favorite ca- uh, classes to to play in in these sort of uh, RPGs. And then with stealth, which and I love doing stealth. I know Heather hates it, but uh, I love it. Well, I've I've got a question because I did yeah. no research before I started this game and have yet to watch any videos or I, I don't know anything about the other classes. I don't know anything about anything. So when you say there's bonuses to stealth, what do you mean? Like, do you get like stealth spells? No, I mean it's it, yeah, you do get a stealth spell. That's that's really all I meant. It's called I think Assassin's Walk. What the hell's it called? I should know it. What does um, it do? You, it basically just mutes your footsteps. Like Ooh. it's like you're using the the cotton on your on your boots, so you can uh, you can walk full speed and not make sound, uh, even jump a little bit and and not make sound. So it makes navigating stealthily mm. a little bit more 
a little bit easier. Yeah, it's it's fucking it's fucking great. I'm having a great time with it using the uh, the weapon is the winged scythe using a reaper. Oh. Uh, a lot of fun. I, I, it, it also just looks cool. Like that that that's a huge part for me is just the aesthetic of a weapon. Like I'm just like this weapon looks like something I want to use and like this character would use. What about you, Jordan? What are you? Uh, what are you? Uh, what are you working on? So I am doing. Matt, you uh, go. You go last because you've played the longest. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am doing a. Uh, I'm doing a faith build. I've never done a faith build in one of these games, Heather. I usually uh, play these kind of like like you have been playing this with just like, can I get the biggest, hardest to swing sword, um, and like, can I just absorb a bunch of damage while I'm swinging the sword? <laughs> um, but something I've always liked. Just like, and again, just just as this is just boils down to, I love the animation of when you do the spell that coats your weapon in some sort of effect. Like you oh, kind yeah. of run your magical hand along your sword, and then it's like coated in fire. Every time I do that, I'm just like, I love that. I love it. <laughs> and I've uh, I've never been I've never like been a big uh, faith user in these, but I'm like this this time I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a thing where my whole deal is coating my weapon in an effect, just because I love to do it so much. So yeah, I have a uh, I have kind of a spellcaster uh, character. Um, uh, she's got a pretty like um, basic kind of uh, royal armor. Um, uh, she's wearing the uh, the weirdo kind of coned helmet of the um, oh gosh, what are those called? Oh, the vulgar militia, the vulgar militia helmet. Uh, <laughs> and because I don't have enough strength to put on good armor, she's just wearing flip flops. She's just wearing flip flops <laughs> because she's uh, you know she's she she's she's chill. Um, so yeah, it's a really, really fun character. One of my favorite characters I've ever made in these games. And, uh, yeah, I just love, love coating those weapons, love throwing fireballs, uh, love, oh, I love infecting things with rot. That is a very fun mm -hmm. spell. You can kind mm. of poison something and then run off while it dies. Love it. Uh, I, can, I, can I just say real quick, just cause you, you, you mentioned, you each mentioned, uh, the, the gender of your characters. I, I'm playing a, a, the body type too. I'm playing a, 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 a character with a, uh, that build and with a, 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 a lady voice that I picked, but the thing I didn't realize until I was playing the game and now I can't change it. Cause I feel like I'd be, I'd be betraying the character that I've set up, but the, the voice that I picked her screams are so horrifying when she's yeah. badly injured yeah. that I'm just dealing with. <laughs> I feel so she, bad. Yeah, it's weird that she says, Nick, no. <laughs> you failed me. You're not good enough. What? <laughs> Apodaca, what's your what's your build and what's your total hours? All right, so eighty two hours. Um, right, yeah, I'm, but I'm lower leveled than Heather because Heather. <laughs> I, I I'm guessing it's because Heather is better at the game than me. Uh, I don't think so. I think it's just that I literally I'm killing everything. Yeah, like and I'm like, cowering in fear. I, I <laughs> there have been times in the game where I've been legitimately scared. Like like. Have like almost like oh, dropped yeah. the controller scared. Um like ah! um but I'm playing 
I was somebody who thought it would be good to watch some YouTube videos to be like, okay, like what's going to, how am I going to, what's the best barrier of entry for me? What's going to be the um, thing that's going to keep this fun for me? And the astrologer class seemed really fun to play. Um, so I, I picked astrologer. My, uh, my build is an intelligence build right now. I've respect a couple of times though, because I'm in a, I'm at a spot right now that I'm sure we'll get to, but um that I keep dying, and I was like, I want to use this spell that I got. I got a very powerful spell. The Comet Azure um, is what it's called, and you need a 60 intelligence to use it. Holy uh, shit! Yeah, yeah and, and so I'm kind of fucked right now because the spell is good, but I'm also not strong <laughs> like because I 60 of my levels are in this one spell. Um, wow! And so I, I have one more um, larval tier that I could respect uh with but i'm trying to just hold on to it i'm trying to just get past this part and then level up and then respec again later um but god that's that's insane to me that you're yes. using a spell that takes a 60 intelligence yeah and because my my magic or my focus points are um are decent i think there's uh i probably like i can't re remember exactly the number on it i guess i have it on my phone here but um I have a uh, in my fl uh, the flask that uh, the mystic or was it called the physic? Um, yeah, I have a flask uh, of wondrous physic. Yeah, yeah, my flask Maybe, of wondrous physic. <laughs> it's just the dorkiest name. I when I sometimes yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. about, I'm like, oh, I've obtained the flask of wondrous physic from Marika's church. <laughs> God, I'm tra oh, I suck. It's like it truly <laughs> does myself. have that like that like Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium yeah. sort of vibe. Uh, but I I have that, and I I have one of the drops that I have in there is a um. Uh, a thing that uh, doesn't deplete my focus points. So I chug that and wow. then can blast for a time full powered uh, Comet Azure at bosses and just like and spam it basically. But wow. I can also um, die with one hit. So it is, um, <laughs> you know, it's right. kind of a, a cursed build right now. Um, but a glass I, cannon, if you will. Yeah, a glass cannon. Yes. If I can get it, if I can. Uh, yeah, get my guy. If 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 the boss doesn't have a ranged weapon and doesn't move that much, they're fucking toast. Uh, <laughs> but I also and doesn't move that much. Yeah, it doesn't move that much. <laughs> Very specific parameters for winning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here, here's my strategy as a as a as a shard bearer. I'm going to stand still yeah. and swing directly in front of me. Yes, <laughs> and not have another phase. Never look behind me or anything. But yeah. I also have the mimic tier. Um, which then makes another copy of myself, uh, and uh, he can blast off as well. And he's wearing. I have this um, this like helmet that is like it's sort of like a melted helmet, sort of. So he looks disgusting, kind of. Oh yeah. Um, and but he's also wearing uh, like basically a dress that he found because the dress had good uh good stats and I was like well I'm gonna keep this these stats I gotta have the stats and the, he looks good um but he also has if you took the helmet off when I was doing the character design I was like I kind of I was like I want this guy to have like a story so I gave him um like a a foggy eye and then I also mm. gave him an eye patch but I put the eye patch on the other eye so like wow. to me. <laughs> The eye, the foggy eye is like, that's kind of where he gets his powers. Nice. Cool. That's where he gets his magic. 
One of my favorite um, things about this game is that generally the nicest looking stuff is not the best thing to wear. 100%. And so yeah. you'll like, you'll I'll be like, oh, I've got like a, f- I'm, for a long time, the only thing I could do to like protect against magic attacks was where to, because ex- I, I would, if I took one magic hit, I would die. Even though I had like a maximum health bar, I just had no magical defense. So I started having to wear this goblin head and this like rags and like <laughs> weird gloves. Nothing matched. Yeah. And it was the a only way I could top make it. that says dump them out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to wear this. <laughs> yeah, but it's the only way to defend against bleed. <laughs> but it's nice. It's so satisfying when you do find armor that's good for you and mm-hmm. looks good. You're like, fuck yeah, yeah. This, is, this is the game right here. Yeah, and I was in that sweet spot for like the last four days until I found this this big chunky armor that made me look like Asuka and Evangelion when she got to go in the volcano. Like she's, oh, I'm fun. just huge, I'm round, wow. <laughs> and he's she. It looks like a dude to me. She's wearing like a like a cape that has like a three musketeers sword, and I'm like, yeah. oh, this armor belonged to it idiot yeah. like this was, a stu- <laughs> this was stupid armor <laughs> i was also i was rocking with i saw this cool sword i was kind of like I, I i'm very plugged into like elden ring like online so i'm seeing a lot of stuff on twitter i've watched a lot of youtube videos and anything that seems like it's gonna add to the fun of it for me i'm just like well i'm gonna go get that like because yeah. that's gonna right. keep me interested and so i was rocking the um the sword of night and flame for for a while and that was like that was getting me through some of the early level bosses like like hot uh, like a hot knife through butter sort of and then mm. i got to a spot now i'm in a spot where i am i think under leveled um but i'm sure you yeah. are cuz yeah. you are farther in the game than i am yeah. like physically and i'm still having trouble with some of the stuff that i'm encountering which i know you had to have gone past yeah well i like, probably ran through it like i cuz like i would my strategy a lot of time is can i run away from this i'm going to run away <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you can sprint i i think sometimes of just like like the you know the uh, the miner with scaly skin who's working in a cave you know and yes. uh like like who's undead and just like him just like like trying to to mine ore off the wall and then a dude in full plate just comes sprinting behind him <laughs> yeah like, what the f- where the fuck's that guy going <laughs> i was doing it's my it, job here it's interesting yeah. talking about the enemies in this game that are like doing something else when you find them um yeah um and i think this is a big thing in FromSoft games is that like there's a lot of like miners who are just trying to mine but also these games all have a moment where you can sneak up and kill someone who is praying. And I'm like, yes, that is so fucked up. Like they, <laughs> they do. They, this is kind of a, a little bit of an overdone thing in games these days, I think, but I think FromSoft does it so great. This element of, am I the bad guy? Am right. I? And it's a little bit overdone these days. And I think some games can, can kind of do that in some kind of cringy ways. But I think these do these games with their like vague, vague up to stories, there is this world where you're like, maybe I'm the villain of this story. And they do that in a cool way. Yeah. I was the- I was playing in front of Mary. And I don't know if you got, this is not a spoiler. There's an area where there are these women who are playing trumpets. And uh, they've got like white, white, 
round suits on. Yes. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm doing. I'm. I'm doing that right now. Yeah. And so I. I'm. I'm in this area, and Mary's watching me play, and she's like, "Oh, what are those like angels or something?" And I'm like, "I'm pretty sure they're enemies." And she's like. <laughs> You can't just go up and like kill them. And I'm like, I promise if I walk past one of these things, it's going to attack me. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. And then I, I hit one and they all turned and were like blasting their trumpets at me. And she's like, oh, God, they're all horrible. They're horrible. Yeah. <laughs> they're really scary because they're yeah. kind of like dancing too, right? Yeah. Like there's like there's some that's, that are I think like it's a different uh-huh. maybe that's the village with like the dancing women oh in the windmill yeah the windmill yeah, yeah. Uh, area yeah that uh was a terrifying uh lesson <laughs> for me so weird and scary that yeah. windmill village it's definitely they have a little there's a little portion of the world that this kind of has a midsummer vibe yeah um where there's these kind of like dancing giggling women in like Dutch costumes or something. It's yeah. so just like nothing you've seen in the game. It just like blasts you with the new aesthetic in such a crazy way. Yeah. And then you yeah. fight the Godskin Apostle, which is the craziest <laughs> uh, villain who's wearing human skin. It's, I, yeah, uh, I love the game. It's yeah. such a good game. I'm so glad I'm alive while the game is out. <laughs> well, the art direction is so good, and yeah. it does the thing where, you know, we talked about this a little bit with Silent Hill 2 with, with Pyramid Head, of just there's something extra nightmarish about a horror you have not yet conceived of. Right. When it's just mm-hmm. like, what is this abomination that I don't even know what this is? I had could never even imagine this. This is some new thing, and I know that it's evil, and I know that it wants to hurt me, and that makes it extra scary. And this game is just filled with that. It's just, it's, it's just uh, you know, just, just character after character who looks like some new nightmare that you didn't realize could exist in this world. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I agree that, that, that the, uh, Jordan, I think you were saying earlier that like there are games that are more graphically polished than this and certainly, you know, run at 60 FPS consistently, but the, just the art direction is so good yeah. that it, to me, that counterbalances all of it. It's just like, oh man, there's so much imagination and so much craft in just visually realizing this world, both environmentally and in terms of the character designs. Um, and, was... and another thing that I think it does so well is the sound design. Like oh, just yeah. like like everything mm-hmm. has such a great feeling of impact and of weight. It's just so things that are supposed to be scary sound scary uh, and and things that are supposed to be, you know, th- that are supposed to have impact, feel like they have real impact. Yeah, there there there's a point in the first those first 10 hours where I was really depressed and I'm like, I don't want to play this anymore. <clears throat> yeah. Part of what was like overwhelming to me was the sound design. It was like every hallway I was in. There was like a chorus of of human voices going, ah, right, yeah, like over and over again. I was like, I don't, like, I don't need this right now. Like, I don't want this feeling. But now, you know, like, I'm in a place where like there is kind of like a triumphant sound to it. Not, not. It's it's not major keyed triumph, but it is a little bit more regal and a little less oppressive. Uh, and speaking back to what you said about Pyramid Head, there was a character in this game where I texted Apodaca. Yes. I was like, I think Wormface is the Pyramid Head of Elden Ring. Mm. Yes. And Wormface is a m- boss 
who is as tall as a tree, has some kind of burlap sack over their shoulders and face. Oh, yeah. And they are hunched over and worms are hanging out of the bottom of this burlap sack. And it is horrible. It's And he's top heavy, too. So, like, yeah. <laughs> he's sort of like hunched. He's like he's hunched over, but like. He could fall over at any yeah. second. Everything, like, seems does. Mis- yeah. everything seems miserable in the game. <laughs> everything. <laughs> just, it, existing is hard for all yeah. of these creatures. Existence is suffering. And you'll also come across, because the story is sort of embedded in the visuals, you'll come across a village that has been fucking decimated in yeah. some fight before you've gotten there. And there will be soldiers mourning their own dead. Like, and then you like, fucking run up and, and kill you, them. <laughs> and you know that, oh, okay, this right. village of lightning users has just been decimated by these puppets. And I don't know why, and I don't know these factions, but they are clearly after the battle. And I am coming through as a tertiary character and destroying <laughs> these people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and also the other the other element like that is you'll come across pitched battles. You'll be like, oh, wait, right. so some demi humans are fighting some undead in a field and they're just they're they're doing their own thing. And I can come up and disrupt it or I, I can also just ignore it and I'll absorb the runes if they if a character gets killed in this. Uh, it's um, yeah. I, I, just speaking of the horrifying uh, aspect of the world, one that got me in particular is. There's a there's a, a, a relatively early on in Limb Grave, you come across the, the the Southern Peninsula, you come across this woman who's blind mm-hmm. and she's talking about the keep like she's just seated blind. And she's like, there's there's this keep my keep's been taken over. Please go bring this letter to my father. And then you go there oh, and her God, father's yeah. a, her father's a ghost. And then you go back and it, it, she's just been killed. Just the message you, dialogue again is like this woman has been killed. Wait, wait, wait. He wasn't a ghost for me. So oh, then maybe I've, I maybe I did something wrong. I Nick, I got that same result that you yeah. did. I just went back and I'm like, oh, I met her ghost dad. I'll go and tell her that I met her ghost dad. Yes. Um, great movie, by the way. Ghost. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, well done. What's yeah. that star up to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why wasn't Ghost Dad in more stuff? It was Bill Cosby. He's a monster. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so I, I meet Ghost Dad, I go back, and then I'm like, oh, I'll tell the woman that I met Ghost Dad, and she'll give me a talisman or whatever. And yes. I just go and get that little text, th- that just little block of text that says, she's dead. And I <laughs> laughed so hard because I'm like, well. <laughs> I mean, but I've heard yeah. that you can do, th- I think I just talked to him the wrong amount. And that's a weird oh, thing about these games is if yes. you like talk to someone two times instead of three times, the result is different. But I think you can go, something can happen where you go there and he's like crying over her dead body and you get a talisman. That happened to me. That happened to me. So what you have to do is... um there's a there's a a boss that you have to fight and you have to defeat him and get his sword from him and then you take the sword to the guy because oh. then he's like I can't because you you get you get the letter from her and you give it yeah. to the guy 
and uh, he's like, okay, well, this is all, this is all fine and well, uh, but I can't leave here until I finish my task. And he's just going to stay there and you finish the task for him. And then you say, then you show him the sword and he's like, okay, well, I guess my work's done. I'm going to go see my daughter. And then you go back to where she was. And yeah, he is sobbing over her dead body and, and, and praise, uh, wow. you know, says that he's going to have uh, revenge. That's the positive outcome. Yes. Like, yeah. He gets to see her dead body. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, did everything I, right. Now the dad can be upset. I completed, I completed his, uh, their quest line and it resulted in her death, who I met first. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because I beat uh, that boss. I didn't, I just didn't realize there was another, another aspect to it. That's another thing of this, the, these games are always like, there's just shit that, that's maybe unintuitive that you just kind of have to figure out on your own or have someone tell yeah. you. Well, that's part, I mean, if you, if for some reason you're listening to this podcast and you haven't played Elden Ring, part of the design philosophy is that they want to create the atmosphere of when like Legend of Zelda came out and children yes. were sharing like, oh, have you been this way in this place and there's a cave up there? Like the game is obtuse because it encourages and fosters communication, which is also a core mechanic in the game is like leaving out these messages for other players. And some of the messages are straight up funny. Like mm-hmm. I love it. Like, I love the messages. Yeah. There I mean, there's ones where it's like eye rolly, like you'll you'll see like somebody who's making a jerk off motion in front of like a suit of armor. And it's like, okay, I got it. Yeah. But some of them are like legitimately like playful, you know, in and so creative to use this extremely limited vocabulary set to convey a joke. To a stranger yes. who's playing at an asynchronous time to you. It's there like was it's, one that yeah. made me laugh so hard because I didn't know that this is what I was uh, uh, encroaching upon. I was in this one area uh, and I was about to go into a boss fight and the note before it said weak foe ahead. And then I got in there and it's the mimic tier and it's me versus me. So they the person, <laughs> roasted you. Yeah, so they fucking That's roasted great. my ass. <laughs> I, I had um, the same. Uh, I had the same joke told to me before a boss that was so impossible. Yes. Like, which was the um, the the god eating snake, which Ugh. like before you walk into the 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 field. There was like one message, and it was like weak foe ahead, and I went in, and this thing fucking one hitted me. Like there, there, it, yeah. it is a snake in lava, so you can't even get close enough to hit it. And you have to equip a certain weapon or you can't do any damage to it. Weak foe ahead. So it's such like it's it's great. I, uh, I texted this to Nick, but I joined the get play group with my yeah. password. Yeah. Um, if you like kind of join a group of people with a certain password, you can like see messages specifically from that group. You can see how other members of that group died. And uh, there's a little buff to where if uh, if someone defeats a boss or becomes the Elden Lord, you get a little rune boost. So that's kind of a cool benefit mm-hmm. from it. But um, but I I was uh, I was going in the in the Liondell capital. I was uh, went up to the the kind of like uh, like the side of a cliff, and you see this beautiful view. And I see a message from Get Played, and I read it, and it just says Edge. <laughs> I gave it, a, I gave it a thumbs up. I'm like, yeah. all right, you can just leave inside jokes based on a podcast you like. <laughs> yeah, there's so many Edge in yeah. in this game because of because of you, Nick. So many. That's very funny. Um, 
The, no, yeah, no, hello, everyone. So no, uh, welcome back. But I guess I you don't also think can't you can. Really... Cra- yeah, you can't craft it with a pull down menus because you have a limited vocabulary. You can use uh, the the. Have you guys left any messages? I've been yes. leaving some messages. Tons. I, I have. I have in in my time. I've never left a message playing these <sighs> games at all. Me neither. Wow. Yeah. You uh, get. I try to leave. You get yeah. healed if somebody healed. upgrades. Upgrade or, or upvotes your things. You'll be like running around and all of a sudden it'll be like your message was appraised and you get healed. Oh, I got to do it then. Yeah, I'm going to leave a bunch and say, fun. help me, please help me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> uh, I will because I will try to I will try to upvote men, uh, messages that that help me as well, because I, I I know that aspect of it. So I, I left one that I, I was like, this is so helpful. It was up against a scaled boss and I and I left. All right. Try two handing. Because if you two hand against this this guy, then your weapon your attacks aren't going to bounce off. So I I left that one. Nothing, no traction. That said, I I did I also made a meme one, <laughs> and I went directly in front of a ladder, and I left a message that said, "Could this be a ladder?" <laughs> Everyone loves it. Just rave reviews. <laughs> Getting healed from it constantly. I uh, I left one in front of a. Uh, there was like a sheet over a lamp or like a can- candelabra. And I left one that said, could this be Wraith? And like a, a scared uh, ghost. Uh, and that I think is my most popular one is like a joke. But the ones I'm like, skeleton left, skeleton right, pointing yeah. emojis where like exactly yeah. where they are. Nobody gives a shit. They're like, mm, fuck yeah. you. I don't care. <laughs> I was, I was, there's a, you know, the, the merchants have those uh, like horses with them mm-hmm. um, or those, whatever those mount creatures Donkey? are. Yeah, yes. it's a, a donkey, sure. Uh, uh, yeah, so someone left a message by one that says, is this a dog? <laughs> like, this is the only kind of humor I like now. <laughs> My brain is so fried. Just a lot of good. asking if a donkey is a dog. <laughs> uh, speaking I, of oh, merchants. Oh, there's, because of the meme of everybody calling turtles dogs, oh, like, yes. look, like here's a tur- here's a dog. There was a quest where I had to find a a dog or a turtle and somebody was like, dog up. And I was like, oh, and I looked up and there's a turtle up in the tree. And I was like, yeah, fuck these, this established mimic language of the rest of the game just helped me finish a quest because I know turtles are dogs. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Amazing. Totally amazing. Jordan mentioned merchants, and that made me think of a thing that we were texting about either last night or this morning, Matt. Mm-hmm. You've just been killing merchants. Okay, so this was, it started off I've as heard a that's co- a strategy. I've heard that's a strategy. Yeah, I, it started off as a complete accident because I was in uh-huh. um, the, like the very first merchant's area. Um, the first one that you meet who's uh, dressed like Santa Claus. And I, I think so his name funny. is Calais or something. And yeah. uh, everybody calls him Santa Claus on Reddit. It's very funny. Um, but I accidentally um, tried my new spell too close to him and uh, like one shot at his mount, <laughs> like just like destroyed his <laughs> mount. And he got so mad and started attacking me. And I was like, well, wait, I can't have this guy mad at me every time I come over here now. So I just killed him. Uh, right. And then you get the um, the bearing from him to give to the shriveled old ladies in the in the round table hold. The round table hold is a um 
just what do you call that place? It's like a, it's like a little, it's like a, it's like a little sanctuary. It's like yeah. a little non-combat zone, ta- yeah. a, like a town kind of. Yeah, there, well, the, there yeah. is a little combat somewhere in the round table. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but they, uh, and you can give uh, the, the bearings that you get from the merchant to this other merchant who's like a shriveled old, uh, like two-headed lady, uh, or there might be two ladies, and um, buy, you can buy the items that, that merchant was selling uh, there. And so then I was like, well, wait a second. I'm just going to kill every merchant I see because I'm not going to go looking for these merchants every time I want to buy something that they have. I'm just killing merchants now. So merchants, if you're listening, you're on fucking notice. Wow. <laughs> so, Apadaga, you're definitely the bad guy in your world. Yeah, those I'm dudes are not doing bad guy. shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm gonna be. Well, also, I've taken allegiances with everyone who's offered me uh, uh, to join. Oh yeah. Their, oh yeah. Me too. Uh, you gotta. You gotta. You gotta make those covenants. Fucking so, volcano manor. Yeah. Clearly bad guys. In. Yeah. And I was like, absolutely. Or like, <laughs> yeah. I feel people like, on their behalf. Like, yeah. Yes, yes. Some some priest was like, or some cleric or something was like, hey, do you want to kill other tarnish? And I was like, fuck yeah. yeah, I do. And like signed up for that shit. And then that also made me. I've never invaded in a Souls game before, and just doing that quest mm-hmm. made me be like, oh, I. I like invading. It's fun. Yeah. It's like, really scary for me. I don't like it actually. Uh, cause it, <laughs> yeah. they're too I'm good. Terrified. And then it's usually two people. Like it's two friends. Yeah. that I'll accidentally invade and they'll be like, well, we're just going to kill. <laughs> we're going to kill you, Matt. And it, it's very scary to me. There, there was a, there was an invasion I did where it was like two people standing next to a grace, clearly trying to like summon some other, uh, person in order to fight a boss. And I like, apparate next to them one shot at the friend and the other guy just started rolling away as far as he could. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. The desperate yeah. rolling is yeah. such a <laughs> it's such a hallmark of like, oh shit, I cannot beat this. No. Yeah. <laughs> um I've has, also has a- been invaded. Have you guys been invaded? Yeah, I got killed. Oh, <laughs> Not been, yet, yeah, yeah, not not yet in the game. I uh, I got invaded a lot when I was playing the Demon Souls remake. That's the most mm. like invading that's ever happened to me playing one of these games. I, I guess I have, but only like the. I, I feel like there are, are there like in game invasions? Yeah, yeah, yeah I NPC get the, invaders. Yeah, I get those yeah. all the time, uh, and and die, and then remember not to go there until later. <laughs> um, but then I come back for you, and I get your sword, bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was what? I was invaded in front of so I'm in the hero's tomb and I'm in front of the boss and I I'm like okay I got a summon for this guy this boss keeps wiping the floor with me cuz I think there's two of them and anytime there's two bosses at the same time I'm like I I have to have somebody to pull aggro because I can't take on both of them yeah. and the only fucking thing I can do magic wise is summon those dogs which I've leveled mm-hmm. up to like level 10 or 12, but yeah. like that's it. Like that's exclusive. Boys. But I was like trying to summon people and got invaded by somebody who just got stuck in the corner. <laughs> and I was like, oh man, I'm just like keep hitting him. <laughs> it's like rolling behind like a statue. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I, such a fun part about doing those summons. Uh, again, as I said earlier, I'm a big build guy. I love seeing the new builds. I oh, love yeah, hearing about yeah. people's builds. It's when you when you put down the I need help summon 
and then you get to see everyone you can choose. You're like, oh, I, I could choose this. I could summon the hat lady. No, no, I want to summon the pants guy. And then yeah. you just get to pick. <laughs> you get to pick all these like cool friends to summon. It's so much fun. I love it. Uh, yeah. I summoned somebody called like Omega Chad. Or something. Yeah, they all have crazy was, names. And it yeah. was a naked dude with two swords that I still don't recognize at this point in the game. And he fucking annihilated whatever we were playing against. Yeah. I don't even remember. Like, sometimes you'll see some, like, you'll summon somebody and they'll get, they'll get immediately destroyed. And you'll be like, why were you offering me help? <laughs> like, what You're good not good was at this? this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I bet, you know, I bet you're so thankful to Omega Chad, but probably yeah. in real life, Omega Chad, terrible oh, yeah. politics. Not, not, not a great person. <laughs> Although now that we're all gamers, maybe we should like look this person up and like find out what Omega Chad has yeah, to say. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. We all, turn, have, we all turn our uh, characters to uh, look like uh, Pepe the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My favorite part about the the summoning mechanic is that there are uh, reusable, um, almost like clay totems, which will allow you to use limited speech with other players. And Matt, I sent you a, a clip like the it is so disturbing to hear the voice when somebody else uses it. But it's also extremely funny to use. Because it's the only way to communicate across this asynchronous MMO, whatever the fuck. So this is the first one you can get, which just says hello. Hello. <laughs> God. But they, you'll hear hello. You'll hear, please help. You'll hear. <laughs> hello. Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> that's my favorite item in the game. Uh, that's so. It's so funny. I have not heard of. I have not heard this. I have not heard of this item. And it's it's just a testament to how like giant and sprawling and just idea packed these games are. And yes. that you can play one of these games, you can beat it, and there's just shit you've never done or heard of. And I yeah. think that's that frustrates some people. I think that's a frustrate like, oh, I would play this game and I would not see something, but like I I love that. I love to you Me know too. Yeah, you just get to hear from people like I've done this. And you're like, I've never done that. I've never seen that weapon. I've never yeah. seen that feature. It's it, it's so much fun. To me, that's uh, like I, hearing about a cool new game. Um, like somebody, yeah. like, even though we're playing the same thing, somebody else had a completely different experience than me. I'm like, wow, I got to check this game out. That sounds awesome. Like that sounds really, really cool. Have you guys seen the Sonic the Hedgehog builds? Yes. No. So, uh -uh. so <laughs> there is a mechanic which allows you to roll <laughs> infinitely. Yes. And also be covered in lightning. So people are creating characters that look like Sonic, mm -hmm. are bright blue, and when they invade, they just roll. And it's very hard to hit something that's on the ground. So they're decimating people in this sort of like meta build where they're all playing as Sonic the Hedgehog. So wait, uh, so how do they how do they get themselves pregnant? <laughs> like is there, is there a talisman or a ring that you can find that's gonna be the joke that confuses my mom the most <laughs> hi gail uh, my mom's going name back too. to the going back to the ah, great why mom did you name. say that name <laughs> no, it's, me and, it's me and Heather's Batman Superman <laughs> Heather and I are fighting in a warehouse 
It's a shared moment I, of humanity. It's a good f- moment. It's a good move. Fuck off. I like it. God like damn it. it. <laughs> Going back to the, the, the summoning mechanic. So this is, there's a great Hidetaki Miyazaki, the, uh, the uh, director of, the, of this game and, and the From Games of this era. Uh, from the New Yorker that I believe you actually shared with me, Jordan, and it's got a lot of great context for him in terms of just how he developed this game and his previous games, but this is a little passage from it. In Elden Ring, if your game system is connected to the internet, the ghostly outlines of other players occasionally flicker on screen while you roam, suggesting that you share the burden of your experiences. It's even possible to summon another player for help during a taxing encounter. The players can't readily talk to one another, so the difficulty is leavened by trust. After the challenge is complete, the summoned player dissolves in a shower of light. Miyazaki had the idea for such moments years ago, after his car became trapped in snow on a hill. A group of strangers pushed the vehicle to the top, then disappeared soundlessly into the night. (laughs) Whoa. What an amazing bit of uh, context for the origin of that. Yeah, he's a real, he's a real, real, real brilliant dude. And yeah, bringing that like real life stuff into the game is so interesting. I think, uh, yeah, I think, I think, you know, you hear about, um, you know, Miyamoto creating Zelda and it's like, oh, it's when I was a kid and I was like looking for, you know, ants in my backyard and I came up with this world. And uh, yeah, anyway, it, yeah. Uh, 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 Miyazaki is such a such a brilliant dude, has such a great story. So, yeah, uh, he said Eco was a big personal inspiration just for his his, uh, his his all of his game worlds. And you can definitely see some of that just in terms of the the mystery and the vastness of it, you know, just just in. The, the, the these these vast arcane feeling interiors um and just like you know not never really having true clarity on what's going on although you're getting in, uh, stronger and stronger hints as you go this is another little bit passage from this uh, i've never been a very skilled player miyazaki told me recently he was sitting in his office a book lined room in the shinjuku ward of tokyo i die a lot so in my work i want to answer the question if death is to be more than a mark of failure how do i give it meaning how do i make death enjoyable and i think that's like the the big thing here is just like you mentioned laughing at a, at a, at a death uh, or uh, people mentioned you know laughing at, at at dying in these games or just being completely absurdly waxed and your only reaction is just cathartic laughter i've definitely had that feeling playing this but also it's just fun to like fail to a, a something repeatedly a few times uh, maybe take a breather and come back to it or just continue soldiering on and eventually overcome it. Like that's super duper satisfying. I have so much more fun beating a boss when I fail to it a few times versus when I beat it on the first try. Although that's its own sort of satisfaction. I just like just that feeling of overcoming an obstacle is so satisfying. And this game does such a great job of that. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna steal a great observation from uh, Maddie Myers. Do you guys know Maddie Myers? She's one of the hosts of, course, of the Triple Click, Triple Click, Click podcast. podcast. Just a yeah, a a, a hilarious, pod. brilliant person and a great uh, thinker and writer about games. And she, I heard her talk on that show about souls as meditation, about mm. when you know it's this kind of frustration, and then you just have this breakthrough, and it's like you're just operating on instinct. And it is kind of a meditative state. And I'm like, yes, that's exactly what I like about these. It's like when you finally when you finally beat something, there's there's this soul's exhale that happens, this kind of like <sighs> and then you and you know, maybe that's a sign <laughs> we should be meditating in our everyday lives and we don't need this sixty dollar <laughs> game to help us. But sure. um it is this kind of interesting like mental state that you can get in of like 
dying, 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 and then figuring it out. And it just being this kind of weird little zen where you can be relaxed in your brain for a couple minutes. It's it's really nice. Very, very flow like. Yeah. And and also another reminder to listen to Triple Click instead of this podcast. Uh, <laughs> they have good insights. You can listen um, to two podcasts. You can listen to two. <laughs> One in each, uh, but only two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to three. Do you guys have a strategy when you're like like up against something? Because I I will force myself to if I'm like okay I'm gonna have to learn the patterns of this guy I will force myself to be like I'm not gonna use summons and I'm not going to you know use magic I'm just going to try to to dodge and you know and 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 try to learn this guy's patterns for a little bit until I get their their health bar till about halfway until I get to the point where I can consistently get them to about half health. Then I'm like, feel like I've like, okay, now I feel like I'm at the point where I can actually beat this guy if I use everything in my arsenal. Otherwise, I'm just kind of feel like I'm mashing my way through it. But I, I don't know. That that's just what I, I found works for me. And I kind of budget in a few deaths while I'm while I'm doing that. More I, than a few deaths. I will run directly at a thing because I found that most of the creatures and characters have all of their like hitboxes are away from their body with weapons. Like they're swinging a sword and it's outside of their body. So if you just mash your character up against the body of whatever you're fighting, generally speaking, you can avoid a significant number of attacks. And that also goes very well with my play style, which is never learn hmm. only rush. <laughs> <laughs> Like there was a point well, there's a point in the game where you're fighting like an entire nest of dragons. And it was the most fun that I had because I were dragons everywhere and my screen was chaos. And I just was swinging my sword blindly like the camera was inside of dragons in an mm -hmm. effort to like yes. figure out where the fuck I was. Mm -hmm. And that was I mean, that's. I, I don't think that there's a, a, a correct way to play Elden Ring, and I don't want there to be. I don't like that sort of elitist right. bullshit. Like, if you use magic, great. If, if you're like me and you're just like, I'm going to become strong and I'm going to hit stuff, then <laughs> until you come up against creatures with, like, there's two knights that I can't beat because their poise is so high that you can't ever stagger them. So I can do, like two or 3,000 damage to them before they can swing their swords, but they never, ever stop. Like, they never stop moving. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, they don't yes. stagger ever. And there's this other thing that's... Uh, here, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up the name of the thing. The full-grown falling star beast. Oh, uh, yeah. Sure. I, I, I haven't beaten that thing, and I definitely haven't beaten the god-eating snake uh, because I can't get close to it. Um, but most of the rest of the dudes, like the guys who are like the Godskin wearers who are like at the, in the basement of the, of the Academy tower, the other, Oh fuck. We haven't talked about how the level design in this game makes you feel like you're doing something wrong 
almost every time you're infiltrating right. an area. Yeah. <laughs> like right. the, getting into this one tower of what's it, Calum? Like you have to scale the outside of the tower yes. on ledges oh my that, God. that do not appear to be right. made to walk on. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, you have to kind of shuffle along the edge and then fall off at the exact right angle to where you hit another platform where there's a guy who will knock you off. And how did he get there? Yeah, yeah. there's just this. Yeah, it, it, it is this. It is this. You know, it is this. It does feel like a game for people who play a lot of games and that it kind of fucks with you. Where you're like, you know how in a game you wouldn't be able to walk here? Well, you yeah. can walk here in this game. Yeah, there's there was a there's a tomb like a hero's tomb that I was playing in front of Mary and because I was like, this is how the game works. And, it, and she was like, this is so fucking violent. Like, it's so mean spirited to a person who hasn't <laughs> yeah. seen it because it's like, yeah, OK, so I have to die here so I can learn what the hell is happening. Uh, so I just have to run at this thing and figure out what it does and then I'll die. But there was a point where you had to drop off of a, a what appeared to be a bottomless pit, land exactly on scaffolding. Walk on scaffolding that is thinner than your body is wide. So like your feet are walking on air and that's on purpose. And then drop onto the back of a thing that's supposed to one hit kill you and ride it. And that's Whoa. never been that's a mechanic so that you've ever, wow. ever done before is riding on the back of these chariots that look like they are supposed. They're just like features of a dungeon. It's like it's it's like there's a couple times where you'll have to like activate a switch that would usually jam you up against spikes in the ceiling, wait for that thing to move and then go underneath it. But the game constantly makes you feel like you're cheating. Like that's what's yeah. Like it's right. That's I'm not supposed to be it. here. Yeah. I'm not supposed to be are. here. And it's the only way you're supposed to be. Uh, there was a, there, uh, fuck. What was it? This is just making me think of like, just how many more how how AAA games are generally designed with so much hand holding and this game is such the opposite of that and that's one of the ways the it's environmental design it's seeming like I'm not supposed to go there it's seeming like I'm not supposed to do this and there was a sequence I was playing I I I, I was it was it uh, Ray Lucaria where the fuck was it? it it was a point where there were like three towers and you had to go up them and 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 light flames light signals in order to uh, open a gate and anyway. I was doing this and I was just thinking about how annoying this would be in most games where it'd be like, I think like you'd have like an NPC in your ear being like, I think we can get up in those towers and then you'd get one and it would be like, great, that's one switch hit. Just two more to go. And then like, you know, like you get you'd be getting this. Con there's always yeah. this constant banner and, and you'd see checkpoints on your map saying where the fucking towers were. Yeah. And, you know, and, and you'd get a little signifier of what you get a little cutscene of what's gate unlocked when you finally unlock things instead of it just being a treasure chest somewhere in the town that you had to go find. And, and it, like the absence of that is so refreshing. And that's part of why this game is so feels like completely novel. I, I know this is a thing that these games have been doing for for a decade plus, but like, like playing through, I was like, fuck, I love that all that shit is absent. I love that I don't have to deal with any of that shit. It's also when that stuff is present, it is dependent entirely on other players. So like when I was in right. the underground river, I was like, I don't fucking have any idea what I'm supposed to be doing. And saw like one message that was like, seek fire. And I was like, seek fire. What the fuck does that mean? And then lit something on fire. And I was like, oh, I got to find all these things. And, yes. and that was the extent of the hint 
was just seek fire. And I, I felt awesome having interpreted that message correctly. And I went back and upvoted and were like three upvotes. Uh, I, w- I do wish this is a thing that, that, that Death Stranding, I think, just does a little bit more efficiently. We can just upvote with a single click. I do wish yeah. that, that was that was yeah. in this and having to go open the dialogue and then click v- upvote and then be like, really want to upvote this one and confirm is just a little yeah. cumbersome. But, a lot you know, of menus, a lot of menus in this game. Yeah. My favorite menu is when your horse dies, which usually happens in a moment of absolute stress. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you have exactly to like revive it about. using one of your potions and a menu comes up that if you are, it'll be like, would you like, <laughs> I also imagine the menu voices differently than the rest of the voices in the game as sort of like bureaucratic. So like, you'll be like in this boss battle, riding your horse, your horse will take a big hit. It'll die. And then a thing will pop up that would be like, would you like to resuscitate your horse using one of your sacred tears? <laughs> yes or no? Press then, one to speak to a representative. And <laughs> the way your hand is on the controller, if you're going to keep moving. Right. The only way you can select the answer is to take your other hand off the controller and press the D-pad. Like it's it's. Uh, bafflingly mean <laughs> it's it, there is i think there is a there is a level of like if you play these games there's a little stockholm syndrome and that maybe some of this stuff is bad but we're sure. like isn't it great that a new menu pops up when you're fighting and you can't see the guy you're fighting and like i climbed all the way up to this tower and it was just a dead end isn't that great and <laughs> so it does like it is a little bit of an abusive relationship that you're in um yeah I, I definitely think there there are some things that are just like just flat out annoying that you end up forgiving or overlooking uh the i i added just the under your you mentioned the underground river made me think of like there was a, a, a going through that sequence and that just like all the fucking undead mariners and having to kill all of them and, the, and they're so slow or maybe this is a different sequence than the one you're describing um but but there's still just so many of them i think i had to kill like the minotaurs no, not the Minotaurs. Oh, okay. No, the Minotaurs are, are later. The Minotaurs are on the other side. Ah, okay. The, like the the undead, like uh, the they they I don't know, they give you they drop like a mariner's harpoon or something. So I oh, had, the I super was slow the, dudes. The super slow dudes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Who are just like I had to kill. Uh, you know, you have to kill so many of them to get through that. And I went through that whole sequence and I killed all of them. And and there's then you get to the other side. There's fucking more of them. You killed all of them, and got through all of it. And and it wasn't that it was even the most challenging thing, but it was just so much of it. And I I was close to death a couple of times and go out on the other side. And uh, I'm, it's kind of an, an open area. You're outside again. And a fucking giant enemy crab comes from behind a, a blockade, <laughs> goes over and just one shots me with his claw. It was it was like the feeling of like running a half marathon and then you get to the end and you're like, put your hands on your knees to catch your breath. And then like a little kid runs up to you and just kicks you in the nuts. <laughs> and it was one of those deaths. I was just like, this is, it just made me laugh. Cause it was just yeah. so, it, it was, it was such a release. It's, it's also fun. By the way, no grace yet either. I had to go the, all the way through that to get mm, my corpse. Oof. Yeah. I usually in an area like that will kill one of them and then sort of, in an, a, a mental scale of like, is it worth the amount of souls I got? What sure. runes, the amount yeah. of runes that I got to kill these other dudes, or should I just sprint through this area? And there's like, for me, there's a con, there's like a navigation of like, 
risk reward versus like um, amount of reward. Like, I don't feel bad running past all those dudes because they don't give you no. shit. Sure. They suck. Um, but if I see like a big dude, I'm like, oh, I got to kill that because it's it's going to be great. I'm going to get like 20,000 runes for killing that big dude. Yeah. And if I'm lucky, he Knock won't it over, get off do a, a critical swing. hit in its eyeball. Oof. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Oof. yeah. Love to do a critical hit to the eyeball. <laughs> um, I was fighting a dragon on a bridge and I got him to the point, I, like I'd staggered him. I was like, I, I was I was underleveled. I was like, I should not be fighting this guy. I staggered him and I got to the point where I could hit him with, like he fell down and I could hit him with a critical hit and I was like, okay. And I, I rode my horse around to the front and I was trying to ride, as I was trying to ride around, as I was trying to encircle his body to get to his front to stab him in the eye. Uh, or the face or whatever. Uh, I just rode my horse off the bridge. <laughs> All right, that was that. I uh, we're, early we're on for that the, dragon. Early on in the game for me, something I decided that I was going to do was I was going to try to touch as many sites of grace as possible mm. and unlock as much of the map as I could without doing a lot of the stuff. So I got a, quite a bit of the map um, early on, and something that I wish I had done instead was. Um, uh, kept track of things a little more, right? Because sure. like there were some, there are some uh, like dungeons and things like that that I came across that I very easily um, made my way through and beat bosses with, uh, or uh, beat bosses in. And then there are some that I was like, okay, I didn't, I died there. I'm not gonna, I can't do this one yet. And I have no way of knowing now <laughs> which ones they are, uh, but I know that you can you can mark them. And so I wish I had started doing that earlier instead of being like, okay, like leave a marker here for ones that I didn't do or something, or just check it off in your in, in your map. Because um, that's something that, yeah, like unlike other games, right? Like just to use like Disco Elysium as an example, because these are the only two games we talk about, uh, I guess. <laughs> um, but the... Um, in that quest log, it crosses out like you know yeah. it, it, the complete opposite thing, of this. Right? Super clear quest log right. tells you yeah. exactly what you should be doing. Yes, this doesn't have that, and uh, it's not. I, I don't want it to because it gives you options for doing that. Like right, so it doesn't have that. But if you want to mark off things you've done, you can easily do that. Uh, I wish I had done that, uh, is what I'm saying. And then in a new game plus, if I start this game again when I uh, finish it, um, I will hopefully be playing more efficiently uh, as well. New game plus on this is very intimidating to me because of the size of the game. Like, yes. I, I, I haven't, you know, I'm not, I haven't finished Elden Ring, but I'm hoping that there is a signifier that's like, hey, if you... I mean, there's not going to be a Elden Ring, but like I, I do hope that I have some <laughs> sense that, oh, I'm about to fight the final dude. Yeah. So I'm going to go back and like really sweep through a lot of the areas that I'm not quite sure that I've completed and also make sure I talk to all the NPCs and they'll be like, say some obtuse thing about like if there's some asshole who's like get me the golden needle. And I'm like, what the fuck oh, are God. you talking yeah, about? Like, where the fuck are, <laughs> what? what? Um, or there's like, there's like a bear monster that I was that when I first saw him, I was way too underleveled for. And I'm like, oh, I got to go back and kill that bear monster. Like, I hope there's some like I hope the door is really big is what I'm saying. Yeah. I hope it's a really big door. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, oh, this is the guy. This okay, is probably the, the best guy's probably in here. <laughs> it's so satisfying of dying to something and then 
coming back 10 hours later and just fucking annihilating it after yes. uh, after it killed you 10 times. What a what a what a thrill. Did you well, I had go? that experience with 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 Margit or or Margit, which was yeah. which was I basically the way the game is set up, you can kind it kind of just sets you on a garden path to go all the way up to Margit, the first big boss, and 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 like that was a thing where like I base I reached him in the first five six hours of gameplay. I just kind of like like just followed that path all the way up there, probably maybe even faster than that, and was just like, oh, this is not I'm not supposed to be here now. And didn't come back for another like 20 hours or so and still had a substantial fight on my hands. It was still but but it was like like it was such an awesome way to structure it. Uh, Yeah. And and it was and it was super satisfying at that point. I mean, there are going to be things we don't talk about. Right. Because there's the enormity of this game is something we have discussed. And like there's things we haven't seen. There's things that people are going to be like, why didn't you talk about this? And it's like, well, because we just simply couldn't. Uh, I do want to talk about. Um, the fucking hands. The hand monsters are, <laughs> yeah. in my mind, a bridge too far. They, <laughs> they, too much. You're morally against the hand monsters. I'm morally against them. Um, and they're just, uh, you know, I know that some people have uh, adverse reactions to like seeing spiders in games and things like sure, that. Right. Every time I've seen one of these fucking hand things, I hate it. I hate it so much. I it's uh it's that pyramid head thing. I was like, oh, I've never imagined. Right. A, a hand. I mean, I guess I've seen the Adams family, so I can kind of imagine what this would be like. <laughs> but yeah. I, not in a scary way. You don't. You know, cousin. What's his name? Cousin it or hand? Thing. Cousin thing. The thing. Yeah. Or thing is, is it just nice. thing? I think it's just thing. Yeah, yeah, cousin it's the, the, the hair thing, thing is the rock monster. Is the, yeah, it's clobbering. Yeah, time. Uh, but we yeah, it out. thing uh, <laughs> thing is nice, and you know the way he's nice because he's always perched on somebody's. Show. He's like a little pet. He's like a he's yeah. a little family member. The These nice guys thing. are like, I'm gonna walk all over you and strangle you in one grip. I hate th- I yeah. hate them. They're it's yucky. like thing from the Adams family on crack. <laughs> 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 there yeah, were giant they, hands in El, in in Zelda one. Uh, Heather would have oh, mentioned yeah? Zelda, sure. the, legend, mm-hmm. the original Legend of Zelda that I remember being very scary as a kid. Yuck! They have a there's a great attack that I've only seen them do a couple of times where they have a ring on their middle finger and then they point their middle finger at you and just destroy you with a laser. It's that so funny. Rocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That to um, me is I, a George R. R. Martin thing. I don't know if he had much uh, in the game design of it of it all, but I bet you he was like, "Can there be a fucking middle finger monster?" <laughs> I really I wonder like, what his contributions were. I feel like the sword, the the one of the very first great swords that you get looks like the um, Game of Thrones throne, and I can't imagine that either the programmers. In, didn't intentionally reference Game of Thrones with that sword sure. or that it was, you know, something that he sort of, uh, you know, uh, was like, oh, we should make a sword of swords, like it's, a sword made yeah. of a ton of swords. Mm-hmm. It's um, strange that the most powerful headpiece is a train conductor hat. <laughs> it gives the wearer infinite sexual powers. <laughs> choo choo. A <laughs> hey, part of the game is you finishing his book. 
Like it's like yeah. very weird. <laughs> you just yeah, sit down just... for a week and <laughs> finish the winds of winter. Yeah. He's just gonna he, like we're gonna get that book and it's just all the messages left by players, like just out of yeah. sequence. Two fingers butthole. <laughs> Not a character for Tywin Try Lannister. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best one yet. <laughs> Uh, what I, I, this is the, we're we're kind of jumping all over the place, but just talking about the world there, uh, we haven't talked about Jar Man and the oh, Jar creature. Jar Alexander, Alexander yeah. yeah. Fuck, I A king. first A off, king. I, yes. I I just found out that you can apparently kill the Jar Man, which upset me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I I'm not happy about that. Uh, but but I like what a cool fucking. Just a just a just an awesome character design. Just a satisfying sort of like I don't know, like like and like I haven't thought about this either. But this is something that's like cool and friendly, and that I want to hang out with. Yeah, it's- and when you come across a jar that's an enemy, usually the messages on the on the ground will be like betrayal, because like <laughs> right. you know, right. seek friend but betrayal, uh, and you'll be like, oh, these are bad jars. And then when you get to the town of jars, like there's like one bad jar living in the town and you feel terrible because you're like, this is your home, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is so. I've yet to reach the town of jars, I've only, I, but I've heard of the town of jars and I'm, I'm very, very looking forward to my time in the town of jars. Has anybody talked to Jar Alexander in the arena where you fight Star Scourge Radon? Yes. Yes. <laughs> this is a... It's just, it's it's just, I think this is one of the funniest things in the game. Uh, he so you fight Star Scourge Radon, who's this giant you know giant mega bad guy, and uh, who Heather, be- Heather beat her first try. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as she told us, very it's casually. true. I did. I didn't even know what I was doing. Wow. It's <laughs> just like, oh man, oh, th- this is chaos. <laughs> like I, and then I beat I, It's like I found a place of summoning people, and I'm like, ah, just summon everybody. I don't know if that's what I'm supposed to do. Um. Uh. After so he's on this giant battlefield with like littered with corpses, and you talk to Jar Alexander, and he says he's he's he's. He's embarrassed that he failed, so he's filling himself with the corpses of heroes <laughs> so that he can, like, absorb their heroism. <laughs> like, this is the best shit of all time. Why do wait, I absorb you- any other media? You can, wait, so you can talk to them after you beat the boss? Yeah, if you go back, I don't know if they're still there. It's so weird. Are What's they in there? the castle? No, it's just you can go to Radon's uh, arena and like that the big wolf, desert with yeah. all the swords. Okay, the Wolfman is there. Jar Alexander is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's mm. uh, there's just some. I don't. I don't know if there's any loot there. I didn't find any, but there's just some funny. There's, there's a, a dungeon there's in a the dungeon. way corner. Is there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's a dungeon. Oh, fucking crazy. Oh man, I want to play the game so bad. Wow. It's uh, a good it's a good dungeon too. You go in and you're like, "Oh, wow. this is different from other dungeons." Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. I gotta uh, do it. It's I gotta really do it. scary and hard. Oh, yeah. Um Nick, you were saying that you learned you could kill um the uh, Jar of Alexander. You can kill a great many of the NPCs. Like I mentioned yes. the the yeah. the merchants um, there was this post on Reddit that I uh, that I sent to the group chat when uh, over the weekend when you were not looking at your phone, uh, and so maybe you didn't see it, but I'm just gonna read uh, a couple lines of this. I killed the Pope Turtle, so you don't have to. I did it. It was New Game Plus, and I was morbidly curious. Do I regret it? Yes. 
Would I do it again? <laughs> Never. <laughs> I did this so you won't have to. Here's a de- I'm just going to read the whole thing. It's really yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a detailed explanation as to what happens. After the first swings, he claims this effort is futile and that you can't kill him. He re- is really hard to kill with uh, a boss like HP bar. He will then affirm yourself after reaching halfway through his HP that you're seemingly determined, but he is kind-hearted and says that he would never hold us against you if you stopped and <laughs> refuses to retaliate against your violent behavior. Bless his fucking soul. Dogs really are man's best friend. It, <laughs> Uh, and once you reach the final blow, his cries of pain haunt my very morta- morality. <laughs> it's, a, it's a sad scream, much higher pitched than you'd expect from one of his size. You gain a couple of turtleneck meats and his bell bearing to buy whatever was available in his shop, but never again will he ask you to learn together. You don't get... <laughs> <laughs> you, I wish I had the username of this person because this is very funny. This is like a really well-written, funny post. Um, you don't get anything special and you lose the best place to dump all your incantation sorceries at. If I live to... I have to live with this on my soul now. Don't do this. There's nothing to gain and you lose not only the convenience of him, but you lose part of yourself too. If you... <laughs> If you try to get absolved from hurting, killing him, it is not needed. It, this is probably because he has already forgiven you. Oh, beautiful. Praise the dog. Beautiful. Yeah. A great, great post. I'm sorry I don't have uh, credit for uh, who wrote it, but it's very, it's very searchable on the Elden Ring uh, subreddit. Go check it out. Uh, give it an upvote. Great post. One of That's my so favorite things awesome. about, about Elden Ring spoilers in general is that you can't tell, like, if you haven't met Pope Turtle, it's not really a spoiler because you're like, <laughs> I don't know, there's a ton of shit in this fucking game. I don't know if this guy's in front of me, behind me, and I missed him. Yeah. Like, it'll be like, I cannot beat the the Elden the Elden face monster in the in the forest of, of depravity. And I'm like, I really don't, I don't know where any of that shit is. And, <laughs> yeah. And then, like, I'll look it up and I'll be like, oh, that's in, like, the starter area. And I just happened to walk past it. Mm-hmm. Like there was a huge amount of time where I couldn't upgrade any of my weapons because I just hadn't seen any of the upgrade caves. And I know that they patched the availability of smithing stones in the first major patch uh, so that you can buy them from NPCs. Because I was like all the way up at, uh, what's his name? Starscourge Redan? Mm-hmm. Whatever the fuck his name is. And I only had a plus one sword. And I was like, this there has to be some you other beat version him with of a this. plus one sword. It's just staggering. No, 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 okay. no, no. I didn't. I, I didn't go into. I was, about to I make, was like, break my copy in half. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I went back like before I went into that arena mm-hmm. because I was I was like, OK, clearly this is another fucking boss fight. All these people are like, we're here for the festival of death or, or whatever the fuck they were talking about. Yeah. I was like, I have to go find something to upgrade my fucking sword. Yeah, surely so this I'd- festival of death <laughs> won't have anything <laughs> threatening at it. Uh- <laughs> what is your fascination uh, with my your, my forbidden closet of mystery? <laughs> I, yeah, beat, him, a, oh, sorry, I beat him with a plus 15 Zweihander wow. is what I ended up yeah. uh, fighting him with. That's cool. And then got his swords and I was like, these are the swords for me. This is it. These are the, I'm loving swords. Them. Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. great swords, man. Have you used these swords? I haven't. No, I don't have the strength for it. I don't have enough strength for it. Yeah, I so, want to. 
So the swords, you have two great swords in each hand when you double hand. Like you can single hand with one sword and a shield, but if you double hand, he pull you pull out another sword, right? And you have a magic attack where you scream at the top of your lungs and it draws all enemies towards you, Whoa. which for me is great. Right. <laughs> yes. Because I can run into a up. crowd, <laughs> scream, and then just start swinging like crazy. Feels like a thing Heather would do in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's also you're talk, talking about spoilers with this game. There's a there's an element of, I guess we'll we'll give a spoiler warning because I know there are people who don't want to know stuff. But it's also in some sense kind of in, impossible to spoil because a lot of what what the revelations, a lot of what what comes out in this game is just stuff that you don't have any context for until it happens. So it's like, ah, yeah, that girl you meet in the shed who says all her friends had their heads sewn into a spider. She ends up being a spirit tuner. It's like, all right, sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, I can't believe it. Oh, yeah. dude, I didn't want to know that. Unplayable. Yeah. Have you, uh, I, I, and playing, playing Souls games uh, kind of got me into gaming YouTubers. Um, has anybody looked at the videos of Vati Vidya? Yes. No. Yeah. No. So this is a great, great YouTuber uh, with the most soothing ASMR inducing British accent oh. and he kind of pieces together the story of these games. He also does some like tip videos and some like things you missed and some you know stuff like that but his his bread and butter is like figuring out the story of these games based on that weirdo dialogue and the item descriptions and then in the most soothing fairy tale way possible just kind of telling you the story of the game and I Love it. I can't get enough of this shit and I can't wait. And, you know, it'll probably be a couple of months before he can do his story of Elden Ring video, but I cannot wait for that to come out. And, oh, sorry, go ahead. There's a pretty good story summary on the Washington Post by former guest Gene Park, which is like like the story that we have figured out so far. And then there it 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 like progresses to a point where it's like we're not sure about the rest of the story because we haven't. (laughs) gotten there yet right. or we haven't really interpreted or found enough clues but it's a it's a really good story primer and, and certainly helped center me in the story when i was playing i'm like oh i i know what this is about i understand what this is a reference to and also it was cool that again because the environment is telling a story the places where there are no like no stakes of grace have meaning or those little statues that can uh revitalize you like the the lack of their presence in certain areas is because of story, not just yeah. because of difficulty. Oh, like that's okay. those are that's pretty neat. That's yeah. good detailing. It, it is amazing how much story is in the game that doesn't just reveal itself via cutscene. It's like it's the thing you right. mentioned, Heather. It's like, oh, why are these lightning soldiers fighting these you puppets. know Iron Maiden puppets? Yeah, it's like. There's there's they thought someone wrote that, Um, you know, how involved GRRM was, I think, remains to be seen. But like someone in their mind has a those puppets and the lightning soldiers have a history that goes back thousands of years. It's it. it, it, I, I, I just can't get enough of it. I love it. Or like when you first come to an area and there's a ton of like arrows in the ground. Right. You're like, oh, these this is a kind of arrow I've never seen. And like the ground is full of craters from these arrows 
so I, I get the history of this battle that took place. And I also know I'm probably going to fight something that can throw these fucking arrows at yeah. me. There's, yeah. um, there's something in the area that I'm in that is so weird to me and there's not an, excla- uh, an explanation for it. Um, but I can only imagine that some there's there must be um, and because I'm in the I'm in the mountaintops of the giants and I mean I don't I kind of don't want to spoil this for you guys because it is like it's not they're everywhere it's not like there's one and you're like what is this it's all around this area there are frozen dead giants with trees growing up through them uh, and that happens been, in Dark Souls too I any connection to the other from games I am all about anyway <laughs> sorry I'm excited I can't wait. I, well in this I'm like. What what the f- how why how are they all like this? It's very uh, sc- uh well scary looking frankly yeah. uh it's jarring but uh it is it's a cool I don't know it's in this area it's very different uh looking than a lot of the other game uh too it, so that's when I first saw that I was like what the fuck is this where am I it's very scary. Well, that that's it. It has really good yeah. biome variety. It's yes. just like all like yeah. all, yes, yes. Some of the interiors and and dungeons are repetitive or in the same template, but but the uh, the overworld has so many yeah. different areas that just look like something completely new. I saw yeah. a funny. Uh, it might have been a tweet or a post on on Reddit or something, but somebody was like, "God, I can't stop thinking about how bad." Uh, the lands between must smell like every area in that <laughs> area in that world must fit in tailored. Yeah, <laughs> that's like why a there's an baconator entire- that's been left in a trunk. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why there's an entire class of perfumer. Like yeah. it's just like yeah. people who are like, oh god damn, <laughs> this is stinks. awful. Yeah, our yeah. world stinks. <laughs> there's no way that scarlet rot smells good. Like yeah. there's just no way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's yeah, it's it's you know I think these games have a like bleak, depressing vibe for most of them, but this one does such a good job of like showing how beautiful the world would be when nature starts to reclaim it after the apocalypse, mm, like how yeah. how beautiful nature returning is. Um, anyway, it, yeah, there's just these kind of fun moments of awe of like, oh, this civilization crumbled, but. You know, nature is taking it back with turtle popes and killer bears and everything. <laughs> I think there's more sunlight in Elden Ring than there is in most of the other Souls games. Yeah. To my, I mean, like to my memory, there's no sunlight in Demon Souls as yeah. far as I can remember. It's just a filthy nightmare like cave that you're in the entire time. Yeah, or, I mean like, the story. Yeah, the yeah. story of those games is like about darkness enveloping the world oh like, yeah it's yeah about yeah the light praise the sun. Yeah, yeah sure praise the sun <laughs> sure so yeah it's um yeah anyway um so yeah but it is nice to like see some kind of beautiful magic mm-hmm. hour vistas in this game uh we we've, we've been going for a while and i, I just want to make sure everyone gets all the the any 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 last thoughts they have before we before we wrap things up here because we, we could literally talk about this all day i'll, I'll i just want to shout out my friend uh solitaire 20xt6 on twitch uh who is a huge souls head and uh told me his play times on the on these games uh but uh elden ring he was at 77 hours he says his seven second favorite from game at the moment uh just like the, the the amount of time he's put into these is really it, it is really impressive to me. Uh, Demon Souls sixty seven hours, Dark Souls three one hundred seventy five hours, Sekiro one hundred twenty eight wow. hours, and then his favorite is still his number one, Bloodborne three hundred nineteen hours. Wow, <laughs> Jesus. wow, yeah. 
fucking love it. I gotta try. I gotta try Bloodborne. That's the that, thing. That's what. Yes. That that that's that. This has me bumping Bloodborne up on my list of like I gotta play Bloodborne. I made a New Year's resolution to finish Sekiro this year, so I'll definitely be tackling that as well. But like, I feel like Bloodborne is next in my queue after I finish this thing in two months. Yeah, this game. Uh, has made me like, want to try other FromSoft games. So that's like my big takeaway of uh, of Elden Ring is that like these games I thought were sort of unapproachable can be approached. And I, I sort of am like, you know, I've been looking stuff up as I've been going. So I've like will uh, like watch a YouTube video or just like read a bit of a guide just if I, you know, get stuck because this game wants me to play. This game wants me to uh, enjoy it. And there shouldn't be any point where I'm not having fun uh, in the game. Uh, And so that doing that has increased my enjoyment of it because I've been less frustrated. So I was saying that, yeah, I I encourage uh, use of a guide uh, if that's going to be something helpful to your play. Well, and you still have to do it, right? Yes. It's not like it's not like a, a walkthrough for a puzzle game where it's just like, oh, it just tells me exactly what to do. You still have to, you st- even if you watch like, hey, here's how to fight this boss, you still have to execute it yourself. Yeah, and let me tell you, that's not as helpful as it seems like it would be sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you look at a, a guide for a Souls game and it's like, so this boss has 31 different stages of attack and here are the <laughs> ones you have to worry about. Right. The low swing, the high swing, and the one where he faints to the left and then goes to the right. That move will be confusing because it will look identical to the one where he casts a spell that can one tar- one hit you. So yeah. our suggestion is to stay against the wall for 15 seconds until you see it's like it's like the yes. strategy yeah. guys yeah. of chaos. That week, or week two, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's stuff like that, or it'll be like, okay, so here's like the easiest way to take down this boss. First, you need this weapon, and you need to be this class and this. And it's like, okay, well, like this isn't the easiest way. This is how you did it like yes right (laughs) and also it'll be like the best weapon you use against this so i did after i'd fought this god killing snake like five six times i was like this is a nightmare i cannot i can't even dent this guy finally i was like okay there has to be like i must have to like put blizzard on my fucking sword or something and instead it was like the weapon that you find in the opening of that fight is the only one that will do damage to the snake. So you have to equip it. And I was like, fuck you. Like I didn't spend all this fucking time, like learning my weapons. Yes. That's <laughs> yeah, like Yorm the giant and uh, dark souls three. Mm. Yeah. It that, references uh, that fight. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, one thing I'll, I'll touch on that just just my, my the the one thing I haven't said yet is that I really like guard counters, which is a new Oof. mechanic for this. Yeah, and, and, it's great. Yep, me too. And it's I also think this is a, this is maybe a thing that that's like a little bit make makes the game a little bit more new player friendly. It, it makes using a shield more active. And it's and it's super it's not you know, you're not just sitting there holding your shield up and absorbing blows until you run out of stamina like you can. it, And it also is a pretty generous window for returning the blow. So like it's a, like it, I don't know, I, I, I really like it. It really it, it really kind of locked me into playing with a shield uh, because it's it, it's it's just a super satisfying thing to land. You can also use God or guard counters with a sword if you are exclusively wow. two-handing. Really? So you can yeah, cool. you can defend with the sword, take a hit and then guard counter with a sword. Oh man. Uh, Fuck that's You cool. can't parry with a sword. But for me, I was having a lot of trouble with the timing on parries in this game. I can't I can't parry with a shield either. Like 
I, I know in Demon Souls and Dark Souls, like it was never a problem to parry for me. And this one, it's like, I'll do it one out of 10 times. I'll like land the parry. And so finally I was like, fuck this. I'll just use a sword. Uh, but you can still guard counter with swords as defense. You know, my favorite Ash of War to use on a shield is no skill. Yeah, Slap a too. no skill on there. And then you that. can use yep. your, yeah, you can use your, uh, your weapons L2. Delightful. Uh, Matt, any final thoughts? Uh, I said last week that this is like a, a game of like a lifetime to me. Like I've never, like I truly cannot remember the last time I've like really loved a game like this before. And I, I mean, Jordan said it earlier, catch me on a good day. This is like, this jumped up the ranks into like favorite video game territory. I, I, wow. I fucking love this game. Wow. Um, it's all I, I I said last week. I've been having dreams about it. It's all I think about. I was the other day. I was playing on the couch and I was like, "Should I get an Elden Ring tattoo? I probably won't." But it was like, <laughs> that "Do my it." Head. Uh, and I was just like, "This, yeah, this. I want more of it. I can't wait to uh, get back in there and die to this fire giant. Um, probably fifty more times. Um, and I, I, yeah, it's just it's it's fantastic. And I'm not being hyperbolic. Okay, I love there- it. There is something where, you know, with our last two big game episodes we've done have been Disco Elysium and Elden Ring, this game, and being able to do that, freeing ourselves to do that after years of just playing Shaq Fu and Yo Noid. Yeah. It's just like, it might be, might be part of why these games are just elevated so high in my hierarchy. But yeah, this one as well is just like, this is somewhere in my top 20, top 30 easily as of now. Uh, All right. Well, hey, those were our thoughts on Elden Ring. Just some of our thoughts. Now it's the you part of the We Play You Play. We've got your reviews for your Ryu crew. Hello again. All right. Uh, Tiger Uppercut. Here we go. I got some. I got some. Can we just say Street Fighter stuff for a while? <laughs> yeah, please. Sonic Boom. Cool. Sorry, go on, man. <laughs> this first one is from uh, Gruffaloat Milk, Milk on Twitter, uh, and they write, Radon canonically learned God-tier gravity magic to keep riding his horse, and God, I wish someone would ride me like that. Um, great. Uh, <laughs> oh, my <All> God. Right. <laughs> That's an interesting question. Oh, no. Um, who, who in this game do you think people are horniest for? <laughs> oh, I blade, blade the wolf, easy half wolf man. Yeah, I see a I lot of people simping for uh, for Ronnie. I think her name is the mm. that witch with the big witch. hat. Yeah, sure. The one with oh, the yeah. uh, no, death stranding yes. belly. Yeah, of like no, Amber that's baby. Ranala. Oh. Um, and see, I guess now you know who I'm simping for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard simping before. What's that short? It's for? like when wow. you're like, yeah, it's it's like wow. when you're like so thirsty for someone that you're like you'll just do anything that they like they ask kind of you're like you're like their little you you love them so much that you'll just do whatever i get it that's very clear yeah thank you yeah um i i feel like the the npc where people data mined her panties oh no oh dear that feels like the one that people are the most horny for because they data mined that her panties have stats Wow. Like, because everything in the game is equipable. So they were like, sure. oh, yeah. Um, 
I got to see her underpants. <laughs> uh here we go. Oh, here's another one. This one's from, oh boy. This one's from at worst penis on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> Nick, you can't tweet at the show. <laughs> You're on the show. I have opinions too. <laughs> uh, Elden Ring was the first FromSoft game that finally clicked for me and encouraged me to try Fingers Butthole. 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> This one's from, this is an email from Will, uh, well, maybe they don't want their name on it. They left their name in there. It's fine. Uh, Will Falzone uh, wrote us an email, uh, and the the email reads as as thus. Here's my Elden Ring review. It will be in the form of my thoughts while playing the game. Wow, this map is huge. Where do I go? That boss was easy. That boss was easy. That boss was fucking impossible. Where the fuck do I go? Where the fuck do I go? What the fuck is that? I need more smithing stones. Where the fuck do I go? NPC, ah, we meet again. When the fuck did we meet? (laughs) Where where the fuck do I go? Couple days pass without playing. Where the hell am I? Where the fuck do I go? Staying up till 6 a.m. drunk playing. Why am I naked with my head inside a giant beetle? What the fuck have I done? 10 out of 10. That's about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's like the experience. Yeah. Uh, and this is the the final one I'll read. This is from at uh, at Matto McFly on Twitter. They write, "Elden Ring is a rare game that has absolute faith in the gamer. It's brutal and rarely holds your hand, but it trusts you'll find the weapons and skill you need to triumph eventually. Victory means more because you did it yourself. Plus, it's gorgeous, and you get a pet, and you get a pet squid. Very astute. Uh, yeah, that's great. Hey." There you go. That's this week's Get Played. That's our We Play, You Play for Elden Ring. I'm sure we'll be talking more Elden Ring in subsequent weeks. Uh, follow us on social media at Get Played Pod. Our music and engineering are by Devin Bryant. You can follow him on Twitter at BaffleGabs. And our guest, the incomparable Jordan Morris. The Elden Ring of podcast guests. Oh, wow. An absolute delight hey, to have Elden you on the show. No, Thanks no, so I'm, the, I'm the snake rattle and roll of podcast <laughs> guests. You don't have to. Let's call a spade a spade. I appreciate it, but it's not true. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. This is such a blast. I, uh, yeah, I love, so the, fun. I love the show. And uh, yeah, it's just fun to talk about the best game with the funniest people. Uh, it's such a blast. Uh, George, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah, sure. I got a couple for you. Um, I do a chat podcast called Jordan Jesse Go. Uh, Nick's been on, Heather's been on, and we recently scored a pretty, uh, pretty legendary booking. The notoriously hard to pin down Matt Apodaca is coming on. Wow, hey. yeah, I know. Uh, so yeah, look out for for Matt in a future episode of Jordan Jesse Go. You can get that wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Nick mentioned it up top, but I have a uh, scripted podcast turned graphic novel called Bubble. Um, I uh. I co-wrote that with a great comedy writer named Sarah Morgan, and she is from the UK, and she visited LA recently, and we signed a bunch of copies at Book Soup in LA. So uh, if you want to get a copy signed by both of us, Book Soup uh, delivers anywhere in the world. Just hit them up on their website or give them a call. Um, but Bubble is available everywhere you get your books. And uh, yeah, I, I, this is uh, just a fun thing to mention. I'm uh, doing a little bit of uh, writing on a video game. I'm doing some kind of uh, joke stuff and some lore help uh, for a game that's coming out called Rumbleverse. Wow. Uh, it's from a great developer called Iron Galaxy, who are really, really, really nice, cool folks. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's going to be a kind of a battle royale game with uh, uh, kind of wrestlers and uh, uh, karate 
people and other kind of like fitness types all kind of brawling in this big Looney Tunes cartoon world. And it's going to be uh, really, really cool, I think. And that comes out later this year. So keep an eye out for Rumbleverse. Yeah, so the trailer for that looks really cool. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, Jordan. Yeah, thanks for having me. What a blast. Hey, hey, Jordan, uh, before we go, I, I feel like, did somebody tell you you got played? No, they did now. <laughs> oh. oh, man. That's the worst way to end this podcast. Just heads up. The worst. Oh. Oh, no. Not you. I mean, just doing it every week. I feel worse and worse every week doing it. Oh, I realize why. I got played. Oh, no. Mm, boy. Oh, boy. 